0: you ready are you ready are you ready are you ready let's go good morning to you it's been a busy day today um very big captain's call as well mark bickley panasonic air conditioning with nano x technology Take a breath of fresh air. Now, I think if I go to the bathroom in the middle of the night, I'm going to think about Mark Bickley, which is going to be a bit
1: now, weird, awkward and very weird.
0: Um, we finally uh, don't have to stress as much now because trade is over. We will be speaking very soon to uh, our list managers from both teams, from the Crows, Justin Reed. We'll speak to Justin Reed um, a little bit later on this morning. If you want us to ask anything... On behalf of you, seven thirty-five is when the chat's happening. Zero four two seven one five four one double six, and then we'll speak to Jason Cripps at eight o'clock. So, in the meantime, Bix, let's go through both of our clubs. What did you make from the draft? Mm. What did you make waking up this morning? Now it's all done. The uh, the trade, I should say. Sorry, where draft picks were traded to? What did you think?
1: Okay, let's start with Adelaide. So Adelaide lost. Shane McAdam to Melbourne and Tom Duday to Brisbane. Tom Duday was a free agent and they brought in Chris Burgess. So uh, I think both McAdam and Duday are in Adelaide's best team when they're up and about, Uh, but they haven't. Well, Duday's been injured, obviously, with a long-term knee injury Mm. and there's some doubt around that, his second knee. But McAdam's just been problematic in terms of getting his body right, um, and and consistently playing. He's played 50 games in five years, which is not a huge return for a bloke who's about to turn 29. So Burgess will come in. I think Burgess is is not in the Crows' best 22 right now. And I think what Adelaide are, are going to be able to do is they're going to be able to give opportunities to Lockie Gallant, uh, Josh Worrell, some of these guys that have been on the fringes now for four and five years, those guys are going to get some opportunity to play. They've also got a really good draft hand. So they've got 10, 14, and 20. So they've got three picks inside 20, and there is some discussion around whether they will try and move that down further, some mm. speculation around getting Geelong's pick. I think Geelong have pick eight. So they're trying to move down a couple of spots. So that's Adelaide. So so they've they haven't really... Uh, I guess there wasn't really anyone they identified in that sort of trade period, apart from Harrison Petty, who was always going to be problematic when Melbourne wanted him and he had two years to go on his contract. They always had the power of veto over that, which they exercised. So that didn't happen. And there wasn't really anyone else in the draft who was sort of that need thereafter. They had threw their head in the ring for Choll from the, the Gold Coast Suns, but that didn't eventuate. He chose Hawthorne. But other than that, it was uh, it was... Pro, uneventful is probably the the best way to describe it and they go to the draft now and try and add some some more top end talent as we just spoke about potentially in the midfield where they would be looking to to sort of bolster that in the you know they lost jackson Haitley who they recruited three years ago hoping that he was going to be that sort of big bodied mid didn't quite work out for him um they've got rochelle who moved through there a little bit saligo goes through there a little bit pedler can go through there but I still feel like they they need a really classy or speedy, uh, you know, really clever ball user for for that part of the ground, I would think, going forward.
0: So for Adelaide, and this Trade Radio update is thanks to Kona Cranes and DMAG shaping next generation material handling. I'm trying to put myself in the mindset of an Adelaide supporter, going on the success of this season, 2023. The, the excitement surrounding the potential of Clayton Oliver, which was there for 48 hours, which didn't eventuate, mm. that turned into the person that could be uh, the key to Adelaide's midfield success. As you said, you're looking for a um, in the draft. You want a, a midfielder. Um, Harrison Petty is certainly not a midfielder that's going to be key to Adelaide's success. But it just turned. I, I feel like the mentality turned into we just need to get people to the club. Mm. So for the supporters, can you empathise with a section of supporters going? This is awesome. We are slowly building, and our window is slowly opening for premiership success, finals, top four. There's there's another side of them going. Well, we probably didn't go hard enough to get more players into the club.
1: Yeah, but I I don't really sign up to that. It's you know you can look at some of the clubs like you can look at North Melbourne. North Melbourne brought in Dylan Stevens, Zach Fisher, uh, Biggie Newen, Toby Pink. So North Melbourne last year brought in five players as well. But, you know, like, I think Pink's going to be solid, but he's going to be, a, you know, in and out potentially. You know, there's no certain that he's going to play every game. Zach Fisher, you know, has been rolling around for probably five or six years at... at uh, They're
0: very different, though, when it comes to North Melbourne and Adelaide and where they are, because North Melbourne need experience, but they also need players like that. And there's there's some what, examples of what, what, what I'm
1: saying is, you pick any player in the draft that Adelaide should have got. Sorry, in the trade period. I'm looking through there. Um, You know, there's not a, you know, like Dylan Stevens from Sydney is an outside running player. He's a pick six, I think he was, uh, but hasn't really set the world on fire. So I don't think um, Adelaide were in that market. The only one that I would have gone harder for is a young player who went to Carlton for... For next to nothing, and that was Elijah Hollins. Yeah. I think he he was picked seven in the draft three years ago. Really hasn't worked out at the Gold Coast Suns. He wants to play with his brother though, mm. so he's going back to play with his younger brother. But he's someone that Adelaide was super keen on. Six foot one, midfielder, classy. He's the player that, that maybe I would have targeted. But the reality is he wanted to be back in Melbourne and he wanted to play with footy with his brother. So that's always you can't you can't compete with that, can you, really? Because of the fact that you don't have his brother playing for you, mm. <laughs> and, his, and his family's not living in Adelaide, so when there's opportunities, and you know Dawson was a amazing opportunity, and full you know kudos to Adelaide because they saw something in him that many others didn't. I didn't think he'd be anywhere near the player that he is, um, you know, right now. You couldn't have predicted that he'd finish second and first in his first two years and be captain of the footy club. Isaac Rankin, same sort of thing. They they went really hard for him, uh, paid you know, a premium to get him, pick five. They would have preferred to pay a little bit less, but in the end got him and he's turned out fourth in the best and fairest. So there's sometimes these players come up and, and you clearly the inkling is that Harrison Petty, when he becomes available, will be is super keen to get back to Adelaide. At You know, that's what he, the inkling was coming out of that. So whether that's next year, they, they put more pressure on and, and try and come up with a deal with, with Melbourne um, or whether it's having to wait two years, all these all these things are in the, the works, sort of years in advance. So, yeah, it's would they have loved to have grabbed a you know a player that walks into their their best eighteen players and he adds to their team? Of course they would have, but those players aren't always available.
0: So Rocco sent in a text zero four two seven one five four one double six. Walshy, the Crow's window isn't slowly opening; it will be smashed open in twenty four. They'll go past Port and the showdowns this year showed that. And and I agree, I can see the trajectory of Adelaide, but that then makes me think that if they've got money to spend, then maybe in 12 months' time, they'll go hard again for certain players to come into the club.
1: But it's such a fluid game because... Um I don't know, Let, let's say uh, players jump out of the ground. So let's say Mitch Hinge continues to rise. He'll come out of contract and his next contract will be three times what he's mm-hmm. getting paid now. Max Michelaney has to be recontracted. There'll be other players that, that, that um, you know, prove themselves and, and will want more money. So th- all these, there's, it's a melting pot of different things. Harrison Petty in the next two years, Melbourne might win the next two flags and he might say, you know what? I don't want to go back to South Australia anymore. I'm here now, you know, and a bit like um, Tom Papley. Tom Papley was yeah. desperate to get to Carlton. Uh, and then Sydney said, no, we don't want you to go. We want to keep you here. And he said, well, I'm going at the end of the year. And then signed a the five-year deal. So so things change. And so sometimes the, the moment is the moment. And you have to try and make the most of it. So yes, yeah, sometimes it, you go back again. You know, the Bryce Gibbs deal didn't work out one year. They went back the next year. But once again, a year down the track, Bryce wasn't quite where he was the year before and didn't quite turn out. So I think you just got to try as best you can to, you know, capitalize on those moments when they arrive. All the best planning in the world still doesn't guarantee you, but at least you give yourself that chance. And when you do get opportunities for a Dawson or a or a Rankin, you take them, but at the same time, you're still trying to bring in the, the, the highest amount of talent you can into your footy club. And that's where it's a, an interesting conversation with Port Adelaide because – They've sort of foregone the draft foregone I should say the draft over the last three years I think it is because they've gone after Jason Horn Francis and that sort of chewed up some draft capital they've traded out some um, some picks again yeah we'll this talk year. about
0: we'll talk about port in more depth in a moment but can you give uh, Adelaide a bit of a, a grading if we're looking at our education system with the a a minus B kind of area What do you think
1: um well so it's, a, it's a pretty vanilla. So it's, it's probably a B because they've, in the end, they've been able to get um, end the first round pick for Tom Duday, which I think is a really good result uh, in, in terms of compensation for him going. Uh, and they've got two draft picks already. So they've got eight fourteen, uh, sorry, 10-14 and 20, which is a really strong draft hand. Chance to improve upon that as well. Burgess gives them some, uh, some depth and some cover. And who knows? Like, he, he is someone that's been starved to opportunities. He could come in and do some really good things, a bit like Mitch Hinge has done after being starved to opportunities at Brisbane.
0: Well, I like it, Mark Bickley. What do you think? 0427 our Trade Radio update. Kona Craigs and DMAG, shaping next generation material handling. We'll focus on Port Adelaide next.